This is what you're fighting for. I mean, every day you're out there. What they're doing is blowing people off. If you continue to look the other way and shut up, then the oppressors, the authoritarians get total control and total power. Because this is just like in Arizona. This is just like in Georgia. It's another element that backs them into a quarter and shows their lies and misrepresentations. This is why this audience is going to have to get engaged. As we've told you, this is the fight. All this nonsense, all this spin, they can't handle the truth. War Room Battleground. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, Wednesday, 13 September, the year of Lord 2023. As you know, having followed the first three hours of the show today, uh, we're on fire because there's so much uh, going on. And I have three of my favorite people, uh, Frank Gaffney, Kevin Freeman, uh, the economic warfare expert, and, of course, Sam Faddis. Um, maybe, the, I don't want to say the last good guy at the CA. That'd be too too harsh, but uh, one of the great ones uh, here to join us today. Frank, I just want to do some housekeeping first so people can understand this kind of in the appropriate uh, Gates went to the well of the house yesterday and said that Kevin McCarthy is not in compliance and that he and the MAGA right are going to either force him into compliance or uh, call a motion to vacate. And the compliance was about part of it was the impeachment and other things going on. But principally, it was about the fiasco with the appropriations process. This massive deficit of two trillion dollars. Nobody's addressing it. McCarthy's kind of gone on and cut these deals. Today, the firestorm today, it was what used to be pro forma when the committee got it done. The Appropriations Committee, the Defense Appropriations Bill of eight hundred eighty-six billion dollars, and of course our defense real bill is over a trillion. Doesn't have the votes to kind of move forward at least initially. And part of this, Massey put up last night. I think there's a hundred and eighty-six. Amendments are talking about what I'm hearing from people is that the woke and weaponized was all in there in the defense authorization. It hasn't come out. Give me any 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 thoughts you have on this process, because this is one. Of the, if they can't get this one done and this, is they think, is the easiest, then there's no chance the rest get done by the 30th of September. And somehow uh, they're either going to force uh, Biden's hand and McCarthy's hand about this government shutdown or they're just going to roll over. Your thoughts, sir? Steve, as best I can tell, there's no chance that there's going to be uh, all 12 appropriations bills um, ready to go by the uh, end of this month. It's just not going to happen. Um, the defense appropriations bill, I've just been told, uh, is in temporary suspension. Uh, and how long that will be, I don't know, but at least for the moment, because quite Understandably, the guys who are trying to instill a measure of fiscal discipline, specifically the Freedom Caucus, but some others as well, are frantic that they're now being told they just got to start passing bunches of spending bills without any sense of what the top line is going to be. Uh, is it going to be, you know, the $2 trillion overrun? Is it going to be something less? Is it going to be, you know, 2022 levels? And without that, I think they're quite within their rights to say. So hold on, this is important. This is important. Hang on, this is important. I just want to go back to that. This whole fight over: Are we pre-COVID? Are we 2021? Are we just going to take Pelosi's what she's given us? Is there somewhere in between? Your point of what you're hearing from people until you get that, these guys don't want to. Be, some of them don't want to be on the hook for passing something that'll be a fundamental building block. 
of that. You they want to know what the to, deal to, is, essentially. To they want to know what the deal at the top, and then they can move yeah. forward. Exactly. And now, look, I, I hope that Massey and, and the Republicans will stand up on their hind legs and make sure that we do get the, it's, you know, they call it woke, and we're going to have a whole program on this tomorrow, Steve. But it's actually cultural Marxism that is now being force-fed to the United States military. And uh, I hope they get all of that out of there because I don't think that's the result of the authorization process so far. It's a little unusual to do that kind of policy stuff on an appropriations measure. Yes. But it has to be done. If we're, you know, I'm calling for a Senate intervention to save our military. Uh, and this is a, a step in the right direction as far as I'm concerned. Combined, I'm going to get to Kevin and Sam here in a second on the same topic. I'll start with you we first. Also, we also have, have Dr. Michael Tuberville, the third guy you're going to love. Oh, fa- fantastic. I love Wreck and Wolf. Um, if we have, um, if you have Tuberville, and we now know that Senator Tuberville's set of issues is much broader than just the abortion issue on, on at the Senate level, and he had holding up the promotions, uh, in particular, a lot of these woke promotions. And he sees it. And you now have patriots at the House level saying, hey, look, you know, even if there's an overall deal, there's so much woke in here that was in authorization that we can't let this neo-Marxism into the military. It's the last institution we have standing. What kind of firestorm we're going to have? Because you have people like Tuberville and you have people in the House and these people are not going to back down. I mean, these guys are dug in for a fight right now because they said, hey, if we're going to just do this and just approve all this, then the country's over. Frank Gaffney. Well, these are people who are principled. And, and you're right. I think I had a chance to visit with uh, Senator Tuberville last week and was really impressed that what he started out with was just trying to protect federal law from what the Biden administration was doing to start spending federal dollars on abortions. But it's bought time for him to go to school on what's happening to the military more generally. And as we'll talk about tomorrow with Will Thibault, he's done an analysis that suggests 42% of the 300 promotions that this uh, Tuberville hold applies to at the moment, Steve, are all in on the woke or Marxist agenda. So Wow. He's standing his ground, and wow. I hope he will continue to do so. We need the posse to rally behind him. But again, that's the topic for tomorrow. Today, what we're anxious to make sure we hit is whose side is Biden on? And what he's doing to the military is one indicator that it's not ours, but it's only one. And the guys that we've assembled to talk about this today are surpassingly impressive on both what's happening and the implications of it. Let's go around. Let's take a let's take a first cut at this. We got uh, we got Kevin Freeman. We got Sam Fetters. We got Doctor Michael Rechtenwall. Let's start with Kevin. Kevin, give give us could, could give I, us could an I ask overview Steve, here. Yeah, go ahead. Could, sure. Could I, could I just suggest? I, I think Sam does a fabulous job of level setting on who Joe Biden Perfect. actually is, who he's working for, and then we'll we'll bring Kevin and Mike in separately. Here's what I want to do. I want to bring Sam in for this, and then when Sam finishes his first uh, his first spiel, I want to play from this morning, Morning Joe, on one of Sam's favorite people, David Ignatius. But let's go, Sam. You tee it off, and right. then, then I'm gonna have I'm gonna bring in Brother Ignatius so that you can respond to the comms director of the Central Intelligence Agency that currently is a columnist for the Washington Post. 
Well, I got to I got to say, I have actually a, a soft spot in my heart for David Ignatius. He actually wrote a good blurb for a book I wrote once upon a time. But anyway, look, who's Joe Biden working for? Uh, he's working for the Chinese Communist Party. I, you know, we live in this real, real weird world, Steve, as you guys well know, where we just def we deny reality and we pretend facts aren't facts and we can't see things right. I have said many times, if you took the totality of the evidence about Joe's contact with the Chinese Communist Party, classified documents, amount of money that's flowed to him, what we know about elite capture that the Chinese buy influential people on an industrial scale, on down the line. Uh, and I say this as somebody who did this for a living for a very long time on our side. If you just took Biden out of the, substituted the name of some West African leader for Biden and said this occurred in, in West Africa and asked everybody in American counterintelligence, what do you think's going on? In about five seconds, they would all say, well, they bought the president of this country, they being the Chinese. What, what do you mean what's going on? It's classic, absolute textbook, elite capture. They recruited this guy uh, in my opinion, he's he works for them. He is controlled by them. And it is manifestly obvious in my per professional opinion. OK, I want to because people look, you know, this audience reveres you. And one of the reasons is you're you cut to the chase. Uh, but you've also as a man of action, you've been there and done this. I just want to go back through this as a professional in spycraft. Um, if uh, if you were back at the agency, just reviewing the facts of what happened, there's no doubt in your mind that you've seen the evidence and can produce the evidence that he has been recruited and then bought and paid for and actually has actionable things he's done to show where either the bribery or the elite capture has manifested itself through policies and actions directly related to him, sir. That is exactly right. That is my professional opinion. And again, just to emphasize for everybody, I mean, I've worked a lot of aspects of, of the Intel business, but the number one thing I got paid to do for the CIA, for us, was to do this to the enemy. That is to recruit Russian Intel, Chinese Intel, Al Qaeda guys to go to work for us. So I'm not talking about this from an academic perspective, an abstract perspective. I'm saying, look, man, I, I swam in these waters for, in one way or the other, 30 years. Uh, this is absolutely textbook. I mean, look, Patrick Ho, CEFC China Energy, known Chinese intel, in direct contact with the Bidens, funneling them huge amounts of money. The FBI arrested Ho on our soil. He was prosecuted and imprisoned for bribing and gaining control of foreign officials. They just charged him with the Africans he was in contact with. And then they took a pass on all of his identical contacts with the Bidens and actually redacted reference to the Bidens from the, from the transcripts, from the evidence in court. So the FBI got to the point of having caught at least one of the Chinese spies in direct contact with the Bidens and then buried the whole thing.
Yeah, and Steve, if, okay. if I could just say, um, when we are told yeah, endlessly go ahead, jump in, Frank. by the president's defenders that there's absolutely no evidence suggesting that the president actually did things perhaps in exchange for illegal funds flowing into his family's coffers. This is the prime example of it. it. It's, you know, people are telling you there's nothing to see here, folks, move along. This is not true and we're gonna document it. We're gonna bring the receipts in the course of this hour, uh, both with Sam Faddis and his great work, uh, including, by the way, at the accountabilityinitiative.org. He makes book on a lot of folks in this administration. It's not just Biden by any means. Um, we'll have Michael Rechtenwald, a former Marxist professor at New York University, able to shed light on the you know, work that is being done on behalf of the CCP and to the detriment of the United States, which is the same thing with the direction and help of the can, Biden can, team. And, and Kevin Freeman is going to talk about got, the economic piece of it and how this is playing into it. Okay, hang, hang on. We're going to get to that. And this is because it's important. I just got to stay with Fattis for just a second. Because sure. I was the guy brought in by Rudy and Costello to look at the laptop from hell in August of 2020. And Sam, it took me. And by the way, I am one one millionth of what Sam Fattis is. But it took me just with the training I've had with Miles Guo and others to know about who the hierarchy is and how the money flows. It took me about 20 minutes and in looking into the laptop from hell because they couldn't interpret the Chinese documents with Ho and the chairman that this was it, it blew me away. The scale and depth of what this family and what Joe Biden and Hunter Biden and his brothers had done. So here's my question. That's where seeing the laptop from hell. The, 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 the FBI and Bill Barr, Chris Ray and Bill Barr had this from November of 19 of 2019 or early December, late November, early December of 2019. Sam, even as bad as the CIA had gotten off track, there's still some good guys at the FBI and the CIA. This is not brain surgery. Why are we sitting here in, in September of 2023 discussing this now and it's putting forth in, in this impeachment when this evidence and your whole thing about the recruiting, it's been self-evident even during the Trump administration? Why has it taken so long for this to kind of come out when it's so obvious to you? And like you said, if this was an African dictator, you could have nailed this in three minutes. Why are we sitting here in September having this discussion? Well, let me say up front, Steve, my reaction to looking at the hard drive was exactly the same as yours, right? It took me about five minutes to say, first of all, it's not Russian disinformation. It's impossible. And good God, we ought to turn on every red lamp flashing in the American counterintelligence apparatus. This is the greatest counterintelligence threat we've ever faced. Uh, there are very good people still in the FBI and the CIA. Uh, this is being crushed from above. The same reason uh, 50... their teeth about Russian disinformation and the laptop, right? That was garbage. Everybody, if you'd ever seen the laptop, that was garbage. Deliberate lie. I mean, that that's, that's the part that I think a lot of the American people still don't want to face, right? More palatable to think about incompetence or indifference or bureaucratic inertia. Okay, no, guys, that's that's not where we are. We have turned our institutions against the American people. 
the FBI should they should have cleared the decks as fast as they saw Hunter's laptop and said, "Good Lord, if this is what we think it is, a guy might be getting ready to step into the Oval Office who works for our greatest enemy on the face of the earth." existential threat to the republic a real existential threat and yet years later we're pretending we're years later they are covering for a guy who in my opinion is a controlled asset of the chinese communist party that is a Amen. pretty big one when controlled asset is a term of art in in spycraft and when a guy like sam fettis says that that is uh like manchurian candidate level now hang on for one second sam because i think this is quite Relevatory, and you're right. Your book on the CIA, which was magnificent when he left, Ignatius did because he understood that you were talking about changes that even he felt I think had to be done. I want to play Morning Joe this morning because I think we've seen a tectonic plate shift in the administrative state about what horse they're going to back. Let's play this morning, Morning Joe. And I don't know that you'd like to hear what she has to say, but you, you, you may go the, ahead. The piece that. is entitled "President Biden Should Not Run Again." in 2024. And in it, you write, quote, Biden wrote his political testament in his inaugural address. When our days are through, our children and our children's children will say of us, they gave their best. They did their duty. They healed a broken land. Mr. President, maybe this is that moment when duty has been served. Biden would carry two big liabilities into a 2024 campaign. He would be 82 when he began a second term. And according to a recent Associated Press NORC poll, 77% of the public think he is too old to be effective for four more years. Because of their concerns about Biden's age, voters would sensibly focus on his presumptive running mate, Kamala Harris. She is less popular than Biden with a 39.5% approval rating. According to polling website 538, Harris has many laudable qualities, but the simple fact is that she has failed to gain traction in the country or even within her own party. I hope Biden has this conversation with himself about whether to run and that he levels with the country about it. It would focus the 2024 campaign let me let me let me have it uh, we could go on there and of course they talk about the age but this uh i can tell you today in the white house it's not kevin mccarthy's impeachment effort inquiry going on that's number one and that is a five alarm fire it is that david ignatius when david ignatius speaks sam Fattis, correct me if i'm wrong it's uh, well informed by members of the uh, intelligence and national security apparatus, sir. Yeah, without without question, David has for a very long time enjoyed uh, direct confidential access to folks at very, very senior levels in the intelligence community. He's talking to the guys in the top drawer there in the sense of power anyway. <clears throat> Sam, are they, is this signal, are they sending a signal to the Biden White House and to others that they know what's going on and they're just cutting this guy loose? He's not going to get the air cover from the administrative and deep state, sir? Yeah, I mean, obviously the unanswered question, in my opinion, is have you created the monster that no longer you, that you can no longer control, right? I mean, have you, have you now, has he now actually bought 
all of the garbage about how he's actually competent and should be in the position and his ego has gotten to the point where he won't take orders anymore. We'll see. But I think that's unmistakably what they're what they're trying to do. Get shove him aside, cut him away. By the way, it shouldn't be lost on people that the White House sent a blistering letter to MSNBC, CNN, I think Fox and others to say they want the networks to push back uh, as hard as possible on, on this impeachment uh, effort. We'll get to it in a second. Kevin uh, Freeman, Frank, let's bring in Kevin and talk okay. about the economic consequences, particularly, uh, Kevin, you saw today inflation still raging out of control. The American people are now having the hidden tax of inflation as high as their regular taxes at the federal level. Uh, mortgages are low uh, from 1996. Second mortgages are a non-event now because people can't afford them. The entire thing for the working class and middle class is complete meltdown. Uh, walk me through. Uh, walk me through your assessment of all this. Well, isn't that according to plan where we'll own by 2030 absolutely nothing and we'll be supposedly happy about it? Well, why? Because we'll be so massively in debt that we'll be happy to get out from under the debt. That's the great reset. That is the purpose. Uh, to the point on China, though, and the compromise of Joe Biden, everything the, this administration has done uh, from beginning to end has put us at risk of China. Uh, now, China has problems. Their economic situation is worse than ours, but they're going to remedy that with totalitarian control, a digital yuan, control of the people. You can't spend without their permission and so forth. And they've captured, elite captured, unrestricted warfare, uh, President Biden. And he's towed the Chinese line. So he's now introducing into America under executive order 14067, March 9th, 18 months ago, uh, an idea to take over the digital dollar with central bank digital currency, a.k.a. Biden bucks. And that's being introduced now at the G20. They've got the FSB's written a paper on how 20 nations can do this. We know China's going there. It's totalitarian control. But with our central bank digital currency under 14067, President Biden created this very specific, it's got to be DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion. It's got to be ESG. And they, they say the new currency that we're to have is to guarantee that we can protect against climate change. It's to guarantee equity among the people. Well, who does that benefit? It benefits communist China because they'll be able to produce goods and services while our corporations are hampered. So the economy is collapsing because of massive debt. In fact, we've got $33 trillion in debt and the natural interest rate according to the Federal Reserve is 5%. That means we have $1.65 trillion of natural interest that's being uh, expended by the federal government with this massive debt. All the old debt that was at cheaper interest rates is going to roll off. We are now nearing a technical bankrupt position, and all of this is due to Biden taking our economy down, and it will benefit his Chinese masters. Okay, I want to go back to this digital currency and the social credit score. You know, one thing I say on the Birch Gold, go to birchgold.com slash Bannon right now, the end of the dollar empire is a three part series. We're going to release the fourth part uh, quite shortly. But we talk not just the debt trap, the end of the us as a prime reserve currency. I keep saying, Kevin, and I want you to explain to the audience that um, our central bank, besides printing money to to to, to print the money for the two trillion dollar deficits, because this is the way the system works. They just print it right. The, all their other focus is on this central bank digital currency. Why the BRICS? The global south, the people that have the resources, their central banks 
are buying gold with both hands. Now, the G20 is trying to change it, but they're buying gold at record rates. Walk me, connect the Chinese Communist Party social credit score to Biden's Federal Reserve Central Bank digital currency and the types of control it can have over American citizens. When you release a central bank digital currency, it is literally owned by the central bank and you have a use license for it. This is in all the documentation in every nation of the world. And that use license permits you to use it as long as the government says it's okay. And therefore, if, if we eliminate paper dollars and the paper money system that we're in and replace it with central bank, it will be in the same position the Chinese are. They'll be able to determine whether you can travel, you can spend money. There's even talk at the G20 on the, uh, on the um, outskirts of the G20, they're doing interviews. And one of the interviews was from one of the bankers saying how excited they are that if they issue a central bank digital currency, and that's what you're transacting in, you might go to the coffee shop to get a third cup of coffee. But the government knows you've already had two cups of coffee that morning and they can cut you off from getting a third cup of coffee or they could keep you from going to McDonald's and getting a cheeseburger because your cholesterol scores are too high. Or maybe you said something on the internet that they don't like, and so they can punish you by taking money out of your account. It is total control because they own the money and they just give you permission to use it. Or maybe you're the wrong skin color and they can take money away from you and give it to somebody whose ancestors were slaves. Bottom line is this is the social credit system of China being implemented economically. And so they can take total control of the people without maybe goon squads going around killing people to put you put the fear of God into you. Instead, they just take control of your money and they don't let you spend. They take it away from you. They give you bonuses. Uh, and it's a reward and punishment system to make certain that you line up with what the, the state wants you to do. That's a simple thing to tell us. Freeman, Freeman, hang hang on, hang on. I got to go to break. I got to go to break. I got to go to break. Uh, Freeman, 30 seconds. Is this real or is this just some uh, conspiracy fantasy that all of us have thought up in our heads? 30 seconds. How real is it? 100% real. You can see it in their own words uh, where they're at the World Economic Forum or whether they've said it on the outskirts of the G20 session, they're salivating over this. And just read Executive Order 14067. It's absolutely real. Okay, short commercial break. I got Frank Gaffney. We got Sam Faddis. We got Kevin Freeman, the economic warfare specialist. We got a former Marxist, Dr. Michael, the revered Dr. Michael Rechtenwald, all here in the war room. Going to be back in just a moment. Did you know that current cell phone towers only reach 7% of the Earth's surface? And if you're out of that range, or if a wildfire destroys everything, how will you contact your loved ones? Just look at Maui. That's why you absolutely need a satellite phone and you need it today. With your sat phone, if you can see the sky, you can make a call. It's got 100% global coverage, ensuring you'll always be within reach. Your calls are secure and private. No one's eavesdropping. Even the U.S. military trusts these phones to communicate securely. Your text messages, they're encrypted. Only the intended recipient can read them. Everything you do with this phone is 100% private and 100% secure. Right now, my trusted partner, Satellite Phone Store, is giving you a free Iridium 9555 satellite phone, a free solar panel, 
a free portable power station in a free large Faraday bag, all with a 15-month plan. If you go to sat123.com slash Bannon right now, that's sat, S-A-T, 123.com slash Bannon right now. Be ready for anything, earthquake, wildfires, terrorism, with your new satellite phone today, as well as your free bonuses. Visit sat123.com slash Bannon and use the code Steve50, that's Steve50 at checkout, for free activation or dial 941-955-1020. That's 941-955-1020 to snag your free Iridium 9555 satellite phone today. That's sat123.com slash Bannon, code Steve50 or call 941 941- Nine five five one zero two zero. Take action. Use your agency. Do it today. Of progressive corporations and exhausted trying to keep up with all the virtue signaling when you're simply trying to buy products. Progressive corporate America continues to push messaging that further alienates conservative Americans, all while eroding the future of the American dream. It's prominent all over the country. Companies like Starbucks strong-arming their customers to support abortion. Financial services like PayPal canceling customers for their political views. Makeup companies like Maybelline making a mockery of women by supporting transgender models. And beer companies like Bud Light forcing gender ideology on you when all you want is to enjoy a cold beer. Thankfully, we don't have to fund these companies any longer with our hard-earned dollars. With Public Square, we now have a solution. It's simple. Join the movement of millions of patriotic Americans who love truth, our country, and our Constitution at publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Public Square is an app and website where you can get connected to tens of thousands of businesses from all different industries that share your value for life, family, and freedom. Whether you're looking to buy coffee, find a new athletic clothing that knows what a woman is, and shop for clean skincare, or simply find a new restaurant in your community that won't lecture you about your political views. PublicSQ.com is your resource. Public Square also offers discounts to many high-quality businesses on the platform so that you can actually receive incentive for spending money with companies that don't hate you. Public Square is free to join as consumer or a business owner, and you can get started today at PublicSQ.com. Remember, either as a consumer or a business owner. Download the app now. That's publicsq.com, publicsq.com. I will tell you who the unsung heroes of the COVID pandemic are. Of course, the frontline workers. But what about those business owners who hung in there and paid their employees? If you stayed open and paid your people, you could be eligible for up to $26 thousand dollars per employee at covidtaxrelief.org that's twenty six thousand dollars per employee now this is not a loan these are government funds that were set aside under president trump and you don't have to pay it back now all types of business including nonprofits and churches can be eligible but you need to apply now because congress may pull these funds now it's very specific about w-2s and what you had had to do to pay your employees, and that's why you need to go to the people at covidtaxrelief.com. They know all the technical aspects of this. 
Now, COVIDTaxRelief.org has helped, just in the war room, almost 1,400 businesses or not-for-profits, just like yours, and secured for our folks over $142 million of returns. Now, unlike the other operations out there that do this, COVIDTaxRelief.org, they charge nothing, zero up front. They do all the work and share a percentage of the cash that you get. Let me repeat, nothing up front. They do all the work and then share a percentage of money that you were to receive. You did the tough thing for your employees during one of the toughest times in this country's history. Now let COVIDTaxRelief.org help you get up to 26 grand per employee. Visit COVIDTaxRelief.org. That's COVIDTaxRelief.org. Do it today. Use your agency. War Room Battleground with Stephen K. Bannon. Okay. Um, for Mer- one of the things we try to do here is to make sure that you are prepared, self-reliant. Uh, that's where we spend a lot of time on the central bank digital currency because uh, Kevin Freeman's right. This thing is real. And they're rolling because they know they got a device and a mechanism and an apparatus that could give them potentially total and complete control. And that's what they want. And they're upfront about it. In their writings, the executive orders, all of it. This is why we want you to be prepared. Jace Medical. Remember, we started talking about the Chinese Communist Party, their control over the supply chains uh, when? Well, years ago, but specifically the beginning of the pandemic. Remember Rosemary Gibson, her tremendous book about this on medical? Well, the guy, Dr. Sean Rowland and the team over at Jace Medical took action and built up a company that protects you from the CCP's control over um, the supply chains. Go to jacemedical.com today and check it out. Also for emergencies, don't let happen what happened to the folks in Maui. Be prepared, be on watch. Go to jacemedical.com today and check it out. They took action on Rosemary Gibson's warning to the American people, and that's why we love the guys over at Jace Medical. Frank, uh, Kevin, you, you've been at this, and you're, most, you're one of the most respected guys in this field. This because the central bank digital currency is not getting the coverage and that's the way they want it. Give me the action item. What do we do? We got to stop this. So tell me, give me the Kevin Friedman solution. Well, in the constitution, actually the only person, the only way you can stop is at the congressional level. If they implement this at the congressional level, then we're fighting in the courts over privacy rights and so forth. But there is a provision in the constitution, article one, section 10, and it was put there by the founders for fear that the federal government would go off the rails. It says, no state shall coin money, emit bills of credit, make anything but gold and silver coin a tender and payment of debts. I wrote a whole book on this called Pirate Money. It's discovering the founders hidden plan for economic justice and defeating the great reset and we are meeting with state legislators on a continuing basis we have 13 states lined up that would like to have gold and silver coin using modern technology operating as an alternative to federal reserve notes it's more constitutional than the federal reserve essentially you can take a texas bullion depository individuals can send them money they can buy gold and silver hold it for them there and then okay. allow them to transact business in it it would be transactional okay, I, want, gold and silver I, I want i want people to go to the website but just l- let me ask a dumb question how did how did secretary of treasury chase and abraham lincoln get around this provision in the civil war i think it was in 1862 didn't we start printing federal reserve notes then to finance they couldn't sell enough bonds so they financed the war 
by deficit spending, by basically creating a federal currency? Was that how did Lincoln get it's around? It's in this? the book. They produced greenbacks. The Federal Reserve didn't exist at the time, but they produced greenbacks. In a decision in 1870, Hepburn versus Griswold, they ruled that completely unconstitutional because they weren't backed by anything. And then Ulysses S. Grant <laughs> packed the court, added two new justices, and then overturned that one year later. And that set us up for the fiat money problems we have. So you're right on target, Steve. Do we have... Do we have the greatest country in the world always fight? And I'm telling you, this is why in my Birch Gold thing, the politics of money in the 19th century, I'm telling you, every person, every laborer knew about it. And that's what we yeah. got to get back hey, today. Freeman, Steve, uh, fantastic. Hey, the, the, Frank, the beauty of this, this is, has been on. Steve, yep. Steve, just one quick thought. Yep. The beauty of what yep. you're trying to do to get people at Birch Gold to buy gold is that Kevin's pirate money gives them a way to make this transactionally usable not just something that's stashed yeah, away i love this in a depository it's 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 the way to go and it will crush what they're trying to do to put this control mechanism in place it's kevin one more time where do people not just get the book where do they get your site that explains this because of the state level this is once again why freeman is such a genius he's so outside the box he crushes okay the box. To get the book. it's kevin where exactly. did you go? action action to get the book, PirateMoneyBook.com, uh, to watch Economic War Room, EconomicWarRoom.com. Those two websites, PirateMoneyBook.com, EconomicWarRoom.com. Great resource. Amazing. Uh, Frank, let's, let's tee up, uh, Michael let's tee up a, uh, a, fellow a fellow traveler. Let's tee up Dr. Michael Rechtenwald. In the best sense of the word, he's fellow traveling with us now, but he used to travel with the left, the radical left, the Marxist left, in fact. And one of the things that's just extraordinary about him is he's got the zeal of a convert. He understands what we are up against better than just about anybody. He knows the playbook because he used to be working on it. He has also written a whole series of books, I think 11 of them now, uh, including one really important one called Thought Criminal and another that talks about the Great uh, Reset and the struggle for liberty. He's one of the guys who can help us make the case, make book, if you will, on what it is that Joe Biden has been doing to take down our country for the benefit of the Chinese Communist Party. Michael Rechtenwald, great to have you with us. Over to you. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. Nice to see you again, Steve. Um, you know, I think what we're looking at here is, uh, you know, we're, we're talking about Joe Biden as being compromised, and I think that's the case. But now we have this institutionalized in the state so that, uh, you know, there's talk of getting Biden out of there, but this is now in the DNA of the nation. Uh, there has been a, a concerted, uh, controlled uh, infiltration of the state by, uh, by this neo-Marxist uh, ideology and uh, objectives. In fact, I'd say following up uh, on Sam is the Great Reset is really a globalist plan. And China is a globalist ambitions. They've always had globalist ambitions. So the nation state means nothing to these globalists like Biden and uh, the people that I think are controlling him. And that is to say, they don't care about national sovereignty or, or national defense, etc. They're looking at uh, establishing and uh, a global order and the United States is the final impediment to that global order. And likewise, they're trying to undermine it at every turn. They are doing it with China because China has global ambitions as well. 
And likewise, they look at China as a kind of model uh, to roll out across the West. Uh, so that's it in a nutshell. Hang on, hang on, Dr. Reckonwell, real quickly. When you say it's it, because the long march through the institutions and in a fourth turning, you always have this this uh, this, you know, convulsion around institutions. When you say it's in the DNA of our institutions, it's not simply about someone like a crook that's taken bribery like uh, Biden. How did what is in what is that DNA? What is in our institutions and how did it get there? Well, yes, as you put it, there's been a long march through the institutions. This was uh, Rudy Dutschke's idea, but it, it's really a Gromskian or Antonio Gromskian Marxist idea that you don't uh, directly attempt to overthrow capitalism. What you do is that you infiltrate all the institutions uh, that you can and begin to uh, propagate uh, socialist ideology, and uh, then you... Uh, you effectively weaken the structure from within so that it's a controlled demolition rather than an explosion. Uh, so it's it's like a soft coup d'etat. And uh, the way they did it is by, uh, since I'd say it goes back to the early uh, 20th century, frankly, uh, we had major institutions like uh, tax-exempt foundations that were infiltrated by communists and who began giving money away to uh, influence the educational system and in particular at first, uh, to gain uh, a foothold in there for these ideas. And they used all kind of educational uh, plots to do it. Uh, Dewey and uh, pa Paulo Ferrer, uh, all of these uh, educa educators, for example, were all trained under a neo-Marxist ideology. Then they start to permeate throughout the country and all the educational institutions. Now you've prepared the citizenry for accepting a kind of uh, socialist undermining of the uh, social order and the state. And uh, this, this took place, uh, you know, obviously uh, the Frankfurt School of Critical Theory was somewhat, uh, was somewhat uh, determinative here, but really this started before that. They, they already had set the table with these tax-exempt foundations, and then the Frankfurt School came over and they welcomed these foundations. They welcomed them with open arms. The Rockefeller Foundation funded Herbert Marcuse, for oh, example. Hang on, hang on, hang yep. on, hang on, hang on, slow down, slow down. These institutions you're talking about are from the biggest and most brutalist, brutal capitalist. It's the Ford Foundation. It's the Rockefeller mm -hmm. Foundation. It's Carnegie Foundation. These are uh, uber capitalist. They crush labor. They could care less about populist economics. They could care less about people. How did the institutions with the money that was endowed to them from the, I would say, the most brutal capitalists that the American system has ever produced? How do you make the case that they are the ones that actually became infiltrated by communist thinking or neo-Marxist thinking? And that has led to the infection of our education system in the beginning and really the motive power in back of the long march. Well, I mean, one way to look at it is that the um, these uber capitalists, as you referred to them, were not really free market advocates at all in the first place. They were actually monopolists. And so they had something in common with socialists. And that is what they want. A they want a monopoly system. So their, their objective is to get rid of laissez-faire altogether, to get rid of the free market, to uh, capture all markets and get rid of all competitors. And so what is socialism if not a monopoly scheme? 
And likewise, they made uh, party with uh, the socialists to bring this about. So it makes sense in some sense that these uh, foundations, although their money came from uh, the most uh, capitalist organizations, at least in terms of profit making and domination of their market sectors, it made sense that they then would take uh, they would take proceeds, fund these tax exempt foundations, get massive tax ta uh, tax write offs, and then begin to try to establish a system that uh, actually ends up in socialism. Uh, in the sense that you have a kind of actually exist, existing socialism on the ground and you have uh, a kind of monopoly state uh, hybrid on top. And that's that's what's going on with the Great Reset. That's what the ESG is about. It's about uh, creating a shared monopoly scheme, a cartel scheme that drives all competitors out of business. And it, as Sam pointed out, it's actually benefiting China. Uh, because China doesn't abide. They don't play that game. They're just letting us use that game or letting well, uh, the West use that game in order to deindustrialize and undermine our it's, own. Uh, it, it's, it, 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 it's, it's state capitalism. This is what the, the yes. Chinese model is kind of a thing. You have a bunch yeah. of oligarchs that run it. They, we've taken over the model for them and, and look back even to the Rockefellers and Ford and these guys are doing. I just want to make sure definitionally, because we're a big name and nomenclature here, so that the war mm -hmm. room, particularly our working class people that haven't had the chance for advanced degrees uh, understand. You keep saying socialism, but mm -hmm. isn't, it's a state capitalism model. And isn't the underpinnings of Gramsci with these, it's neo-Marxism because socialism sounds kind of, okay, we're just all going to own this thing. It's not great. Isn't the DNA much more pernicious? I mean, isn't it atheistic? Isn't it anti-liberty, oh, yeah. anti-freedom? It's basically Communist. everything that the foundation of the Judeo-Christian West stands for. Oh, absolutely. It has to undermine uh, these value systems because uh, uh, Christianity is an impediment. Why? Because uh, they posit, uh, Christians posit uh, a God that's above these gods. And so these people really have uh, uh, self-apotheosis ideas. That is, they, they want to be gods. They have to get rid of uh, Christianity, and they have to get rid of the American values in particular of independence, individual liberty, and, uh, and self-determination, because these are, you know, they've been trying to collectivize the United States since the 20s, uh, as I've, as I've uh, discovered. So they've, at they've attempted to Sovietize in, in, in the Soviet area, the United States, for decades. And uh, China just hey, happens to be a new partner. Yeah, and, and on yeah, that point ahead, about Frank. Sovietizing, um, one of the things that I want Michael to talk about is um, a technique that, of course, was used brilliantly by Lenin to take over the Russian government and is being brilliantly used now by what I think of as the Obama-Biden 3.0 administration to essentially create the Marxist takeover of this government is the phenomenon of the political commissar. And they dress them up in different yep. ways. I think uh, DEI is uh, the political office that these guys are being given in agencies throughout the USG. Could you speak a little bit to that and how it's necessary to really take and hold control of an institution like the United States government, Michael? Well, yeah, DEI, uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion, uh, is a kind of way to ingratiate 
uh, the so-called beleaguered minorities and to set them as weapons against the majority, particularly the, the middle class, and to uh, effectively guilt trip the middle class into surrendering their, uh, their wealth and their rights. Uh, it is a, that's what wokeness is really all about. It, is, it has a function, and its function is to undermine uh, the idea of merit and to undermine the idea of, uh, of, of rights and to turn them into privileges so that right. you see everything as a privilege that then can be revoked. This is what wokeness is about, in effect. Divide and, divide and conquer. But, but the point is, if you've yeah. got people throughout yeah. the government whose job is to enforce that, you do get control. No. Yes, well, absolutely. Well, it's the perfect example. The the perfect example is in the military. This is why the budget should be. The military has got this sexual harassment, and I'm not saying there's not sexual harassment goes on the military. It is. It's got to be gotten rid of because now you have women serving as, as as well as men and in combat positions. But they've set up this whole out, outside of UCMJ and outside the chain of command. They've put political commissars into the military right now, mm-hmm. adjacent to the command structure. On sexual harassment, that is pure political commissars. This is exactly how the Soviets got control of the Red Army or the the the, the Tsar's army. Eventually, and DEI is not just at the government level; it's at the company level. They're political mm-hmm. commissar, and the HR department is essentially political commissars right now. We got to bounce. I, I want to go back. I, I want everybody to tell me their social media where they go. I want to start with Fattis. Fattis, real quickly. If we had a James Angleton today, who is in charge of counterintelligence. Would we have had the problem with Joe Biden? Give me a minute on that before you give me your coordinates. Not if Angleton was allowed to do his job, be all over this. Again, it's, it, it is screaming. I mean, this makes the Russian penetration of the Manhattan Project look like child's play, right? You put a guy in the White House who works for the other side. Everything else is irrelevant. I don't care how many carrier battle groups you have, air wings, everything else. Who cares? It's irrelevant if the commander in chief works for the other side. Fattest, real quickly, I want to hear it in your lips. Joe Biden is a controlled asset of the Chinese Communist Party? Yes, my professional opinion. He works for the other side. Bought, paid for, controlled. Understand, not bent a little bit, not leaning their way under their thumb. Afatis, what are your coordinates? How do people get to And Magazine and all your social media? And Magazine, andmagazine.substack.com. That'll take you every place else I am online. Great resources. Brilliant work. Uh, Kevin Friedman. Kevin Friedman, the economic warfare expert. Where do people go, brother? Uh, economicwarroom.com is our best resource. And pirate money. Kevin, I love the idea. Pirate money. Pirate money. Buy the book. We're going to have you buy the book. We're going to have you back on about that. The state level. Absolutely brilliant. And how Lincoln and Chase just got around it. It's it's a fascinating story how this thing even got created. Dr. Michael Rechtenvault, obviously incredibly profound. We need more people to drill down on this. Where do people go to get your books and your writing, sir? Yes, thanks, Frank. Um, thanks, Steve. Uh, MichaelRechtenwald.com is where everything can be found. Uh, MichaelRechtenwald.com, one word, no K, no H. And uh, I'm also uh, on tw- I'm on X, I should say, at Great Reset Prof. 
Uh, doctor, thank you so much. Frank Gaffney, you know, the Gaffney, about having the 6 to 7, I'm so jacked up now at 7 o'clock, I can't get to sleep at any reasonable hour. So where do people go to get your information? You've you never can get now. to sleep at any reasonable hour, Steve. That's the beauty of the work you, the work you do. Listen, just a concluding thought, Steve. Uh, we're talking about all of this in the context of the impeachment of the president of the United States. If the betrayal yeah. of our country that we've documented here and in the previous two days programs uh, is not part of that inquiry. The Congress is not doing its job. You can get me at uh, securingamerica.tv, at presentdangerchina.org, at securefreedom.org, and theindictmentbook.com. Yeah. By the way, uh, when a guy like Sam Faddis says that people have got to listen, uh, it is from a deep respect for the institution that he gave his life uh, his life's work uh, to work for and to make sure to promulgate and also for the defense of his country. So it doesn't come any deeper than that. Guys, thank you very much. Incredible show. 202-225-3121. From what you've heard tonight, call your congressman and share your knowledge. Also, what Kevin was talking about, we're going to have him back on, but go to birchgold.com slash Bannon. You've got to drill down. We're trying to teach a postgraduate, uh, uh, graduate level course here to make sure that you're up to date on both the theory and the practice of real politique, you need to understand the politics of money, the politics of your currency. Go to birchgold.com slash today. Sign up and also ask the pertinent question. Hear what Freeman said. Why is the Federal Reserve spending so much time on a central bank digital currency that you can't actually own? You just license from the government. Yet the BRICS nations, the new, ge- the new geopol- geopolitical reality we warned you about. Those central banks are buying gold with both hands at record rates. Ask. Ask Philip Patrick and the team. Get an answer and then think about it. Okay, we're going to be back here at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. I told you, four hours a day, we are on fire. We're also going to be up on Getter later this evening. Make sure you check us out on Getter and Rumble. Thank you very much. See you tomorrow morning at 10. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.